a homeless bum should feel welcome. It's the church. If there's any place that you should be able to find a friend, it should be the church. They're not our kind. What's that mean? What's that mean? Churches in Coleman have sent us people. You would you'd fit in more at Temple. <laughs> Rock on, brother. Bring them. Send them on. Isn't the Lord good? For by grace are you saved through faith. Not of yourself. It's the gift of God. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. That he had before ordained that we should walk in them. Saved to serve. Jesus says, I have to go and get your house ready. Y'all stay behind and do what I started. And when I get your house ready, I'm going to come back and get you. But while I'm gone, I need you to be me. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. He is that light, John chapter 1. But when he left, he said, now, you're the light of the world. Church, say amen. amen. Father, please help us today. Help us to get this. Help us to understand why we're here. Lord, it's not just to go to church. It's to be the church. God, I love you today. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit and these young people. Thank you for doing something with them. Lord, I'm so glad to know you've let them know that their whole life is yours. Not just adulthood, but they could be used in an incredible way right at the age they are. Lord, I pray your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Saved to serve. I'm not going to be long, I promise. I I studied and studied and studied. Y'all know uh, my greatest fear, I wake up having nightmares of standing in front of people with nothing to say. I know that's hard to understand and believe, but that that is true. I'll I'll overdo it. I'll overcompensate because I don't want to stand up with nothing to say. But but this week, I I tried to get more illustrations. I tried to get uh, more stuff. I stayed there and stayed there in front of my computer till my eyes was rolling in the back of my head. and, And God wouldn't let me. He only gave me two things. Two things that he wanted me to share with you. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we talked about this, this subject. We talked about this chapter in Ephesians chapter 2 and then Ephesians chapter 4 that goes with this. He said we are to walk worthy of the vocation wherewith we are called. Then he begins to describe gifts that he has given uh, to the body of Christ. 
He begins to tell us that that we have a purpose, we have talents, we have gifts, we have uh, things that God has given us to help us accomplish the task at hand. Now, here's the deal. The first week we talked about the, the gifts that are delegated. Say that with me. Say it back to me. Say it with me again. The gifts that are delegated, given out individually, God has delegated to every single person, some with a gift of encouragement, some with a gift of uh, prayer, some people are just prayer warriors, some people with a gift of administration, some people with a gift of service and help, some people with a gift of mercy, Uh, different things that God has given all of us to accomplish the purpose that God has put and given us in our local church. The gifts that are delegated, we talked about that the first week. Then last week, we talked about the goals that are designated. Say that with me. The In other words, what specific jobs, what specific things and tasks has God given us here at Temple? And we went through those seven different teams, those seven different uh, divisions of responsibility and opportunity that's there to use your gift and to put to use the purpose that God has given you and the, and the, and the calling that God has given you, the goals that are designated. We all have a goal. We all have a purpose. We all have a job. We all have a responsibility. We all have a divine mandate by God to be Christ in this world. To do what Christ did. To touch those that are broken. To lift up those that have fallen. Listen, to help those that are needy. To go out and touch those that are hungry. I'm telling you, we have a responsibility to be Christ. Divine mandate. I believe, uh, listen, a responsibility that we cannot ignore. A responsibility we cannot avoid. God has given us a responsibility to be Christ. And if we will be Christ, I'm telling you, we will not have a building big enough to hold the people that God's going to bring to us. How do you know? The Bible says in Mark 2, when it was noised abroad that he was in the house, there were so many gathered together, you could not even get them in the door. People are not looking for, listen, they're not looking for false advertising. They're looking for somebody to be Christ and be the real deal. It's time that we stand up and quit playing religion and be Christ. People are looking for Christ. People are looking for love. People are looking for compassion. People are looking for hope. And I'm telling you, nobody gave hope like the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we're not Christ and we can't do it. He says, greater works than I have done, ye will do. So don't give me that. Amen. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Today, I want to share with you this. I want you to see the glory that's demonstrated. The first thing we said was the gifts that are delegated, then the goals that are designated. But today, I want to talk about two things. The glory that is demonstrated. There is something that will take place in the local church. There is a blessing. There is a, I'm telling you, there is an exciting thing that will take place when I am doing my part and you are doing your part. When everybody finds their niche, when everybody finds their place, when everybody finds that gift that God has given them and they get in that place that God has given them, I'm telling you, things will begin to happen. There is something that will happen when you put seed down into the ground. You may plant, somebody else may water, but God will give the increase. And when I'm doing my thing and you're doing your thing, God will show up and God will get the increase. What two things? I was studying this chapter, and I had, I had three wonderful points down, and God said, they're the wrong ones. Amen. So I couldn't use three perfectly good points this, this week. Say amen. But God said, this is what I want you to tell them. Two things are going to take place. 
When, when we are doing our part, when we are doing our thing, when we are fulfilling uh, the purpose that God has for us, it may, be, it may be to help serve tables. It may be to cook food for those that are hungry. It may be to just help go pass out waters to those that are thirsty out on the streets. It may be to sing in the choir. Whatever it is, when we're doing our part, two things are going to take place. We see this in Ephesians 4. Look there, say amen. Ephesians 4, verse, uh, verse number 1. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. Boy, he knew Baptists, didn't he? Let me say that again. He knew Baptists. We need to, we need to walk with lowliness and meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another. That means to put up with. Say that with me. Two. Hey, just some people you're just going to have to put up with. You're just going to have to put up with me. Because it's easier for you to move your membership than me to move my furniture. Say amen. <laughs> You're just going to have to put up with some things. Amen. I don't like all that spitting. When you put them bright lights, I can see your spit more. Well, just try to ignore it. Amen. Because I've tried to be dig. I'm telling you, I have. I've tried to be dignified. I've tried to be more of a teacher. But I'm telling you, it's just in me. I can't help it. There's just some people you're going to have to put up with. There's some things you're going to have to put up with. If you're going to serve God, you're going to be around people, and people can be irritating sometimes. I need a witness. That's why he said, forbearing one another. In my wife puts up with so much with me. Say amen. She does. You know why? She loves me. I'm adorable. Listen, you can do that when you love somebody. There's some of you spouses put up with stuff that's just unbelievable. And the only reason you do is because you, you know, we can do the same thing. Listen, churches that split and splinter and, 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 and do all that kind of garbage, the only problem they're missing, the only thing they're missing is love. I can't put up with it no more. That means you don't love. Because we can love, we can be long-suffering, we can forbear, we can be meekness and lowliness. Church, say Amen. And then watch this. Here's the deal. Verse 3. Endeavoring. I mean working. Sometimes you got to work to put up with somebody. Say amen. See, I'm not telling you something that's easy. This is easy preaching but hard living. I know it's going to take work. But it says endeavoring to keep the, keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. Look down in verse number 13, or go back to verse 11. Go back to verse 11. We talk about the different five-fold gifts that are there, the, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, pastors, teachers there. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. When, when the, the saints are being uh, ministered to and matured and developed, the perfecting there, the completing of the saints, then they are accomplishing the work of the ministry. They are doing each and everybody their own responsibility, what they're supposed to do, and they're, they're doing their thing. And then the Bible says the body of Christ is edified, the church is edified. But watch what it says here. Watch what it says this. When, we're, when the process is going and we're all doing the part that God has given us, it says, till. Y'all see that? In verse number, verse number 13. Till we all come in the, that's twice that word showed up, unity. Till we all come in the unity of the, what? Faith. Now two things that God showed me this week that's going to take place when we start doing what God has called us to do. When we begin to understand and we begin to serve in the area of ministry that God has called us, the first thing that's going to take place 
The first thing that we see, the first thing that will take place is this. Write this down. Number one, we see the unity of the saints. You said, I thought you said glory demonstrated. You have no idea how much glory is in people getting along. Ask all these other churches that are splitting every, every other year. Let me give you a verse. Let me give you a verse. The Bible says, Psalms 133.1, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. If you have more than one child, you need to say amen and shout right there. When you, Brother Donnie, you, you saw us at the Mexican restaurant. You see my life. That's my life 24-7 right there. One has got too much salt on their burrito. One, one is looking up the other one. Don't look at me. You're looking at me. Mama, he's like, hell, can we just say a prayer for me right now? And, but when they're all getting along. When they're all uh, 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 lovey-dovey and, 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 man, I'm telling you, it's time to go to Dairy Queen and buy an ice cream. How pleasant, how wonderful, how peaceful it is when we can all get along. And the Bible says if we'll learn our gifts, we'll learn our passions, if we'll learn our area of responsibility, I won't be worrying about what somebody else is doing. I'm doing my thing, and I've got enough business to take care of with my thing. I don't have to worry about what nobody else does. And hey, I can get along. Unity. What a glorious thing. Harmony. Unity. The Bible says, 1 Corinthians 1.10, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Wow. Two men were riding a bicycle built for two. When they came to a big steep hill, it took a great deal of struggle for the men to complete what proved to be a very stiff climb. When they got to the top, the man in the front turned to the other man and said, Man, that was a hard climb. And the fellow in the back said, Yeah, and if I hadn't kept these brakes on, we'd have slid all the way down the hill. Now, the only, <laughs> the few people that really get that is those who's pastored in here before. The man asked the preacher, he says, how many active members do you have? He said, oh, they're all active. Half of them are working with me, and half of them are working against me. Amen. <laughs> they're all active. Amen. <laughs> I tell you what, one of the greatest things about Temple, I'm telling you, and I'm, this is from the bottom of my heart, and if you've been here from the very beginning, you can, you can testify to this. One of the greatest things about Temple is the unity that's found in this place. When we have a men's meeting and t- got to take care of business, you don't, you don't see no fussing and fighting. You don't see no carrying on. You know, and and, and I, I ain't knocking on wood. I, I'm not superstitious. I, I'm just telling you, there's unity in this place. And I'll tell you why. Because we all want a small part of something big. Where unity comes in danger is when you want a big part of something little. And we've had those come. And we've had those go. There's always the frog that wants to be the big frog in the puddle. But the only problem is when the puddle grows into the pond, the frog ain't too big no more. And they've been, they've been since the beginning of time. 
The Bible says Diotrephes wanted preeminence in the church. He wanted his way. He wanted to be the man. The only problem is the only man that needs to be the man is the Lord Jesus Christ. We need harmony. We need unity. And boy, there's unity that comes when we get in our place. When we find that area that God has given. Listen, I'm telling you. I'm telling you this. There's going to be people, and you mark it down. You mark it down. Now, you just mark the date down, put I said it, and write it down, put the date down. There's going to be people that come, and there's going to be people that go. And those people that go, a lot of times they need to go. Because a lot of times people come into a place like this, and they see the, to them it's glamorous. To them it's, 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 it's all the whatever. I, if they see what we have to do every week, it is not glamorous at all. But they see that and they want to have their say. And most of the time it's because they don't have no say at home. But then they want to come here and say, listen, this is what, what, we don't need anybody straightening us out. We, 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 we're doing fine. The Lord, the Lord has been good to temple. God is blessing in an incredible way. People are getting saved on a regular basis. It is an exciting place to go to church. I'm telling you, I love Temple Baptist Church. Give Him praise and glory. Give Him praise. Amen. Listen, when people start getting out of place, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh, uh, can you imagine a big 330-pound lineman going long for a pass? Can you imagine that? About 15 yards into the, into the pass. <gasps> Can you imagine a little field goal kicker? You know them little guys? They don't even, they don't even have a full face on their helmet. They don't do nothing. Say man. Got one little bar. Come on now. You don't even need that. Can you imagine him getting down over the ball as the nose goes? Are, are y'all with me? Them big guys will look down, what? Yeah. <laughs> it is always funny. It is always funny when the punter or the kicker will kick off and, and, and the man running it back I mean, he just got, he just got muscles everywhere. He's got legs like a thoroughbred stallion. I mean, he's running through and, and past every, and here's the kicker. And he'll throw his body in and he'll thump him like a flea. Say amen. I always love watching that. Watching the little guy try to tackle. It hardly ever happens. Why? That's not his job. That's not his responsibility. But you know what? If everybody else wanted everybody else's job, it would be chaos and a mess. When that lineman says, hey, you do what you got to do, he ain't going to touch you. When that quarterback says, if you just get open, I'll get the ball to you. When that wide receiver says, hey, hey, you just keep your eye on me. Are y'all with me? When everybody knows their responsibility and they're doing their thing, they work as a team. And when you work as a team, there is unity. Listen, there's no I in team. My daughter said, but there's a me. Only my daughter would come up with that. Amen. 
team. We're a team, guys. We're a team. We're all working on the same team. Every one of those teams back there, they're all working together to accomplish something. Every one of us. We're not in competition with no. Uh, we're, not, we're, we're trying to see people saved. And boy, when we accomplish this, when we, we, we start finding our gift, we get involved in what God has called us to do, there's going to be unity. Church, say amen. amen. Second thing. Second thing, and we're done. I told you, it's two things. Just two things. The Bible says, look in the same verse. The Bible says this in verse number 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. Now watch this. Now here's the key. And of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Listen, pull, pull this back for me. Let, me. let me give you two things underneath, underneath unity real quick because you, you need these. You need these. How are we going to be unified? How are we going to be unified? What can we rally around? Because how many of y'all know everybody's got a different opinion? Zeke, come here a minute. Quick. Quick, come on. How about this haircut? Isn't that cool? Now, everybody ain't man enough to wear this haircut. Are y'all with me? They just ain't got it. I mean, he's man enough. He is secure in his manhood. Are you secure in your manhood? Rock on, brother. Amen. <laughs> Difference of opinion. Some of you are not going to do that. I wanted to and put a perm in it, but I was afraid Tammy would kill me when I got home. Or... Everybody's different. Some people drive trucks. Some people drive cars. Some people drive vans. Everybody's got an opinion about something. So how are we going to have unity? How are we going to have unity when everybody's got an opinion? Everybody's got an idea. Everybody's got a thought. Every, we can't do everybody's idea. We can't do everybody's thought. Amen? We've got to rally around something. There's got to be a common denominator. Listen, that team, everybody has a different responsibility. Everybody has a different idea of what needs to be done. But the common denominator is they want to win. All right? What is our common denominator? First thing, write two things down quickly. Quickly. A, the person of Christ. We can rally around Jesus. He's the one thing we have in common. Some of y'all like operatic gospel. Some of y'all like southern gospel. Some of y'all like hymnal music. Some of y'all like uh, 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 contemporary music. Some of y'all like uh, uh, all kind of different flavors. Bluegrass gospel. I mean, there's all kinds of different things. But there's one thing that ties them all together. They all talk about Jesus. They may be different styles. You may be like it faster. You may like it slower. You may, may, may like it a louder sound. You may like a quieter sound. Whatever it is, listen, there's one thing that pulls it all together, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, we can rally around the person of Christ. We can rally around the idea of pleasing the Lord. I want to do this, but I want to do that. Whatever we do, we need to please Him. We need to please Him. He gives us a leader. God gives a leader in every church. God has a man. For every movement, God has a, 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 a... For every single ministry, God brings somebody to the forefront to lead and to guide and direct. He has it in every, every era that God has ever worked in, throughout all of history, throughout all the Bible, even now today, He always has a leader. And He always gifts people to be followers. You can't have too many chiefs and not enough Indians. I need a witness. 
And the one thing we rally around is the person of Christ, but then right there, through a purpose. A purpose. What is that? That's to get people saved. That's to get people saved. Next week, by the way, you really, you, you really don't want to miss next Sunday. That's all I'm going to say about that. You really don't. Now, now, now also... If you have life preservers, orange ones, I need all I can get. So if you can get me some throughout the week, and then you really don't want to miss this coming Sunday. Say amen. Amen. It is going to be unbelievable. You do not, maybe the best one all year. Maybe the best one all year. Do not miss this Sunday. Bring somebody with you. But we're going to focus really on what our purpose is. It's It's not how we sing. It's not what we sing. It's about who we're singing about and who we're getting to him. Brother uh, Kendrick gave me a video of a, a man that spoke at the, the Wana conference thing, and, and he talked about people being out in a pond, people out there drowning and drowning and drowning, and God said, get them out of the pond. And, and we brag about our edifice and, and, and the buildings we build on the edge of the pond. We brag about our style of worship. We brag about the clothes we wear. We, we talk about this and that. He said, I don't care about the clothes. I don't care about the building. I don't care about the style of music. Get them out of the pond. They're dying. They're perishing. we got to get them out the pond. We've got to get them in the boat. Whatever it takes, I want to get them in. Whatever it takes, I want to reach these young people. Whatever it takes, I want to reach the seniors. Whatever it takes, I want to reach the middle age. Whatever it takes, I don't care what it takes. Paul said, I've become all things to all men that I might win one. That all things may not be what you prefer. But that all things may be what saves your one, and that one may be your grandchild. That one may be your child. Our purpose will bond us together. You may not agree with everything I do, but when people are getting saved, you've got to agree with that. When the Lord is being glorified, you've got to agree with that. When the Lord shows up on a regular basis and He's proud to be here, you've got to agree with that. See, preferences don't have to be there as long as we're pleasing Him and we're doing what He said to do, and that's get them out of the pond. Church, say amen. amen. Number two, the unity of the saints. But then, number three, the unveiling of the Savior. It says, till we come in the... In, 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 let, me, let me read this again. Let me read this. Look, look in verse number, uh, verse number 13. Till we all come in the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a... Perfect man. The word perfect there means complete. Unto a perfect man. Now watch this. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Watch in verse 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. When we're all doing our thing, there's two things that's going to take place. We're going to have unity and the unveiling of the Savior will take place. Check this out. Help me, fellas, so I don't tear this up. What's that look like? I know it's an artist's rendition, but come on, humor me. Can everybody see that? What's that supposed to be? Jesus. A portrait of Christ. A portrait of Christ. Now, I know you can't see it out there. I know you can't see it out there. But when we did our, our, uh, what was that we did? The church directory, they made this up for us. 
Now, if you get, re- <laughs> excuse me, if you get real close, and we'll, we're going to put this out in the foyer so everybody can see this. But if you get real close, every one of these squares are made up of something. You may tell you, you may tell you what it's made up of. Watch, watch the screen. Watch the screen. Because, see, this is what we want the community to see. How many of y'all know this is what we want the community to see? We want them to see Christ. We want them to know that this is Christ working. It's not me doing it, it's Christ doing it. It's not me loving, it's Christ loving. Christ is loving through me. See, this is made up of that right there. Who is that? The church. The church. Now, watch this. Watch this. In all of these little squares, what is this right here? What is this right here, out here? This is not real complicated. It's a hand. Now, what would be way down here at the bottom? Feet. Uh, all right, here's a, what would be on this side? What would be on this side? What's over here? You know, there's different pictures in the different places. But you make up Christ. Now, if we're the body, why aren't his hands reaching? If we're the body, then, then why is our community not being touched by our ministry? I'm, I'm seeing... Listen, stop that a minute because I want them focusing on me. They're watching the pictures. You get the point. You get the point. We have, we, have, we have people running around the country to this meeting, to that meeting, to this camp meeting, to this. And they'll go and shout all night. And then they'll run to the next meeting. And then they'll run to the next meeting. And they'll talk about, boy, ain't. But that community... Never gets touched. Here's what takes place. It's like a high school that has pep rallies every Friday, but nobody shows up for the game. It's like it's like a has anybody ever been to a ball game? Football game? Me and Brother Donnie, we've got to go, we've got to go to we went to Tennessee. Went to uh, the swamp went to uh, Tuscaloosa, and, and, and we're going to go. We're going to go to Louisiana, and as soon as we get our bulletproof vests in, Amen. And uh, we're going to try to hit everybody in the SEC. We're going to try to go to all of them. I'd never been to one in my life. Never been to one in my life. He took me the first one uh, when Florida came up and played. When Prothero broke his leg, and we like got killed like four hundred million to zero. Amen. It was just ungodly. Yeah, whatever. And, I, man, I was so excited. I'd never, been, I'd never been nothing like that in my life. I always wanted to go, never been to a college game. And I was sitting there in that stadium. I'd never seen anything like that. And, boy, when they play Sweet Home Alabama and they run out, son, I'm telling you what, that'll crank your tractor. I don't care if you are a Florida fan. And, boy, we are sitting, and we sit, and I was nervous, and I was watching. And, 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 and you know, and you, you'd see them in the, in the huddle. And, man, you just couldn't wait for them to hurry up and break that huddle. Let's see another plate. Let's see another. Now, what? If we all went to the game, scout the tickets, 
got in there and paid an ungodly amount for the tickets. And we're all in there. We're all waiting. And all they did was huddle the whole time. All they did was stay in their little huddle. They never made a play. They never threw a pass. They, they, they never run up the middle. They never took a receiver's head off. They just stayed in their little huddle. And then they would brag about their huddle experience. Didn't we have such a great huddle today? I mean, I tell you what, I really felt it in the huddle. All that practice paid off in the huddle. Y'all are laughing. Y'all are laughing. This is so silly. Nah, because some of y'all won't get out the huddle. God didn't call you to huddle. He called you to play. I don't like that. You're in the wrong huddle. Because this huddle's going to break. And we're going to our community. We're going to run some plays. Bless God, we didn't do two a days to sit in the huddle. We come to play. I want our community to know we're here. We're going to touch our community. We want the community to see Christ. Let me give you a verse. Can you put the, 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 the I believe it's, is it the Matthew verse? The light of the world. Y'all fellas get ready. Matthew 5. Matthew 5, 14. Matthew 5, 14. Year the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto the whole house. Let your light so shine before men. Now watch what he Watch what he says your light is. That they may see your, your good works. Your light is not what you say. Your light is what you And I, I wondered about this. I wondered about, and then it says this. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I thought. If they see my light, if they behold my works, why are they glorifying him? And then Christ revealed it to me. He says, because when you do it, they don't see you. They see me. See, when we're serving I'm trying to stay dignified. But see, there are people that want to serve and get credit. There are people that want to serve, and, and if they can't get, have a little crowd, or if they can't have a little following, then they don't want to serve. That ain't godly. But if all they care about is him getting the credit... I don't care how I do it. God, I don't care where you put me. It doesn't matter how it is. It don't matter how I exercise my gift. Just, Lord, let me serve you. And he gets the credit. And when he gets the credit, the Bible says, they'll glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Let your light so shine. Let's all stand.
Everyone stand, get your candle. I've been wanting to do this. You've got a candle. You've got a candle that Jesus lit. Come on out here, guys. You've got a candle that Jesus lit. Don't hide it under a bushel. Don't hide it under a bushel. Listen, God wants you to take this out there. Don't keep it in here. He says, set it on a hill so everybody can see it. I'm just one person. I know it. Get the lights, Doc. Get the lights. That's, that's one little candle. One little candle. Make sure they get them. That don't make much of a difference, do it? Just one person. But I'm going to touch, I'm going to touch Brother O'Neill. Brother Scott, go ahead, Brother O'Neill. And when you get a light, I want you to share it with your neighbor. Go ahead and start our song, boys.
morning. Whose hearts are blazing. So let's raise our candles. Yeah, so all the world light up the sky. In this world, no temples here. I want all the Coleman and no temples here. We're here to love them. We're here to minister to them. We're here to care for everyone that's broken. Everybody that's lonely. Everybody that's needed. We're here to touch and make a difference in Coleman County. Yes, Help us find the needy. Help us find those that don't even know they God, let us make a difference. Let us not sit in a holy huddle. But God, let us break. Go out and make a difference. God, help us get in the game. Help us not sit on the sidelines. God, help us make a Say amen real loud. Glorify his name. He's worthy. Woo, say amen. Hallelujah. Somebody shared their light with you. Somebody told you about Jesus. Take your light and share it with somebody else. And all God's people said, Amen. Cut the lights on. Isn't the Lord good? I want to do this. Just hold on to your candle. We got a bucket to put them in out there. Don't burn the building down. I want to, I'm just going to have a verse of invitation. Just one. We ain't never going to leave without an invitation. You're here. Maybe you, you've never had your light. Maybe, maybe you're here and you've never been saved. Well, I tell you, this is a great place to get saved. And, and I can't think of a better time to get saved than right now. Jesus loves you, this I know, for the tells me so. I want every head bowed just for a second. We're going to pray. Father, Lord, if there's anybody in this building right now that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, Lord, I pray that you'll Lord, touch them today. Lord, I pray that your will be done. God, if they don't know you right now,